0: Hello everybody, this is Blake with the Science of Personality podcast and the following is a live, in-person interview Ryan and I conducted in Boston while attending the 2023 Society for Industrial and Organizational Psychology annual conference. We hope you enjoy this special episode and we'll be back next week with another fun and informative full-length episode. Cheers everybody.
1: People are the most consequential and dangerous forces on earth. Well, personality psychology is about the nature of human nature. It's about people, and wouldn't that be useful to know? I mean, it seems to me I can't I can't think of a more important problem.
2: You're listening to the Science of Personality podcast, brought to you by Hogan Assessments, the global leader in personality assessment and leadership development since 1987. Your hosts are Hogan Chief Science Officer and world-renowned personality psychologist, Dr. Ryan Sherman, along with Hogan PR Manager and resident storyteller, Blake Lepp.
0: Hello, everybody. This is Blake with the Science of Personality podcast, and we are here live at SIOP. I'm joined by, of course, my co-host, Dr. Ryan Sherman. Hello, hello. And also, we're joined by Jimmy Holloran, who's a partner specializing in talent at American industrial partners which is a, a private equity firm and this is something that you know Jimmy's been in the private equity space for quite some time now and he's also been a Hogan user for quite yeah. some time as well so Jimmy I'm curious can you talk a little bit about how private equity firms can leverage Hogan's assessments
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think there's two primary functions that a lot that that uh, that permeate from it um, Number one is um, deep assessment of executives coming into a portfolio company. Um, it is it's just very true that the quality of the management team that a private equity firm uh, 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 assembles um, impacts quite a bit the returns of that investment, um, and the Hogan plays a critical role in those those deep assessments before making the final decision. Often the final. Two or three candidates will take a Hogan assessment in 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 partnership with other um, you know with other final assessment techniques. Maybe a deep kind of uh, uh, discussion, but the Hogan is an important um, influencer of of the ultimate success of that of that hire and the decision making of that hire. Um, the other is in team development, and I, I think that's maybe an underappreciated use of the of the Hogan. Um, uh, what I've seen in the past and what I've, what I've done historically is everyone on an executive team who has taken a Hogan, um, put together a team report, um, work with someone specialized in Hogan to, to, to run a bit of a, a session with the team to understand where their blind spots are, where, where, where their um, uh, strengths um, are going to align with what they're, where they're trying to take the company and where the watchouts are, um, and we find that really accelerates the forming, storming, norming portion, so that the team can kind of get out of the gates quick. Because in private equity, it's all about speed. The quicker you can, the, the quicker an executive team can become one cohesive unit. Um, the quicker change happens inside the business and the quicker you get get to your operating agenda and thus uh, generate your returns and get to an exit. And the ultimate ultimate goal is, of course, value creation. So this is an important enabler of that.
2: Yeah, I I think for me, one of the things that I love about private equity sort of just uh, as a line of business is that it it recognizes right at the outset just how important leadership is, right? It's something we talk about at Hogan all the time, just how important leadership, how important management is. And with, with PE firms, that's basically a fundamental objective. It's to say, okay, we've got to get the right managers in place. And they recognize how important it is. Of course, there's other things. Yeah. I know PE firms do a lot of other things. Many PE firms have technical knowledge of an industry, and so they know how to go and change things on an operational level mm-hmm. to make organizations run better that way. But it seems like almost all PE firms recognize just the importance of leadership and getting those right leaders in place. And I think the point you made there, Jimmy, is a really good one about about team development and, and building that team cohesion, building that team and getting that team aligned towards the, the new objectives that, that they might have, um, is really an underappreciated and, and underthought about use yeah. of Hogan. So, uh, can you tell us a, li- a little bit more about some experiences you've had yeah. doing that?
1: Yeah, well, it, and I'll I'll talk in uh, somewhat generalities, um, just because we're talking about humans here. But you know, the what's remarkable when when a team becomes comfortable enough. To share with one another their own Hogan reports, their, their, mm-hmm. their strengths, their derailers, the t- and the team culture is such that it supports one another members of the team can can change their behavior to support one another or notice when someone's bold is showing mm-hmm. or notice when uh, uh, like I, I'll, I'll give you an example from, 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 from my experience um, I have uh, a colleague who is extraordinarily high on the dutiful derailleur mm-hmm. and same I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well and, 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 and I am that's my lowest derailleur uh-huh. I kind of don't care what my boss is have to say, yeah. right? Um, which can be a problem, right? So we would have conflict around kind of listening to uh, or carrying out what we perceive to be bad ideas from from leadership. Um, and I, she learned from me, it's important to like you know, push back when it's appropriate to push back. But I learned from her, sometimes you just got to do what you're told, yeah. right? And, like, we, we had language and data to support, like, how we were coming to a situation. And I learned to listen for – in our, our uh, executive teams, that's just one example. But executive teams have that, that have a way of, of dialoguing about those, like, fundamental differences, those teams uh, uh, become more cohesive. They're able to change when circumstances – they're able to support one another, and like the reality is, especially in the private equity world, um, a lot of money's at stake. If it, if a business does really well, and 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 leaders can be self-serving and it, looking out for themselves, uh, the best kind of experiences I've had working with executive teams is individuals like put aside their personal agendas, uh, support one another as opposed to trying to outperform one another in the interest of the asset as a whole, which again, is how you get to returns faster and how you drive change faster. So it's really powerful.
2: Yeah. Well, the other thing that you pointed out there, Jimmy, that, I, that I've talked to people about before, and you kind of reminded me of this, I mean, when people talk about you know, how can I get the most, how can I get the best out of Hogan? Um, one of the things that I talk about is is making Hogan your language. And you talked about that, yeah. about using the, yeah. Is it. Yeah that the Hogan Scales really give you a language to talk about how we're behaving, what kind of behaviors we're looking for, what do we need to do next, how can we get better? Um, And it just facilitates communication across the organization um, about what each of us is like, what our strengths are, what kind of things we're working on. And I think that's a really important part. And I think that organizations who get the most out of Hogan, in fact, use Hogan that way. They do that kind of thing. Yeah. They say, okay, you know, you're, you're bold is showing or you're you're over-diligening this, this situation, mm-hmm. right? They, they say those kinds of things. And that's really how you can get the most out of it. So, so I love that that example you use there.
1: I'll give you one more example real quick. I was a part of an organization that had kind of off-the-charts interpersonal sensitivity. I worked with uh-huh. a team that off-the-charts, which was... Which, they used to their advantage when it came to attracting talent to the organization. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of hiring. We're we're this firm that understands one another. We're one team. The problem is when you have when you're really high in interpersonal sensitivity, sometimes you don't tell it like it is. Mm-hmm. And and that team had a tendency to skirt around issues, and that was something their 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 coach that would run their offsites was aware of, and would 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 would, would encourage them to. What he what he would call enter the danger, and the team built the skill of entering the danger to have the tough conversation. So using that strength as a strategic asset to bring in talent into the organization, but not let it uh, uh, not let it deter having the tough conversations. Because like every strength when overused can be a problem, and like these are the, if you don't have the language and the science behind it, you can't attack these things directly. You know.
2: Yeah, I, th- these are awesome. I, I really appreciate you coming to share these stories with yeah. Jimmy. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah,
0: Jimmy, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, you know, We've known each other for a bit now, but we saw, ran into each other yesterday and thought, we got to get yeah. Jimmy on the podcast. So, so thanks for doing that. And uh, to our listeners, stay tuned because we're already planning to have Jimmy on in the future to come uh, do a full episode. Oh, so, I would love it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so much.
1: Thanks, Blake. Thanks, thanks Brian. <laughs>
2: This has been the Science of Personality podcast brought to you by Hogan Assessments. You can access all podcast episodes on our website, scienceofpersonality.com, or on the streaming service of your choice. See you next time.